So the Texas suppressor lawsuit, which seeks to stop the NFA and ATF's regulation of suppressors, is now moving forward to be decided by a federal court through a motion for summary judgment. So let's talk about this. Also, I want to thank the sponsor of this video, which is Sonoran Desert Institute. SDI is an accredited online college that helps students learn the skills and techniques that they will need to be successful in the firearms industry. So if you enjoy gun repair, ballistics, and learning about firearms, SDI might be a good option for you. To find out more about SDI, you can visit the website linked down below. And thank you again to SDI for sponsoring this video. As I mentioned in the intro, in this video, we will be discussing the Texas Suppressor Freedom Lawsuit, which aims to eliminate the NFA and ATF's regulation of suppressors. The case we're going to be discussing in this video is called Paxton v. Dettelbach. In this case, the court has now indicated that this issue will not go to a hearing, but instead it will now be decided through a motion for summary judgment. Now, for those not aware, this lawsuit arises out of Texas House Bill 957, which passed last year. HB 957 aimed to exempt from federal regulation all suppressors that are made and remain within the state of Texas. The law that Texas passed requires that suppressors made in Texas be stamped made in Texas, and it bars all local agencies and law enforcement officers from going after people who make these suppressors or maybe who possess these suppressors. The claim behind this law is that since these items are made and sold exclusively within the state of Texas, they do not fall under interstate commerce and therefore fall outside the purview of the federal regulation by the ATF. After Texas passed this law last year, the ATF sent out a letter essentially threatening that they will in fact enforce the NFA and the GCA's regulations against all these made in Texas suppressors and anyone who came into possession of these items. After the ATF sent out that warning letter, Texas and the state attorney general there filed a lawsuit on behalf of individual Texas plaintiffs in the state of Texas against the ATF based on this made in Texas suppressor law that they passed. In the original complaint, the state of Texas argued that federal regulation of these items that are made and stay within the state of Texas is not permitted since this law does not impact interstate commerce. They also argue that the federal regulation of these items by the ATF drastically impacts Second Amendment rights and allows for an impermissible tax on a right. In response to this lawsuit filed by the state of Texas, the ATF then responded by filing their first motion to dismiss the case. A motion to dismiss is simply a legal mechanism where these uh, ATF here can try to have this case thrown out by the court because of something like a failure to state a claim. Subsequent to the motion to dismiss, the state of Texas then filed their first amended complaint and then asked the court here reviewing this case to find that the motion to dismiss by the ATF to be moot, which ultimately the court agreed and found that that original motion was moot. But now the state of Texas filed a second amended complaint and this amended complaint added in strong second amendment arguments because of the Supreme Court's recent ruling in Bruin. Under the Bruin framework, the state of Texas is arguing that the ATF cannot prove that their regulation of made in Texas suppressors has any basis in history or tradition of the Second Amendment, which dates back to 1791. In response to that, the ATF then tried their hand at a new motion to dismiss. In that recent motion to dismiss, the ATF argued that the Second Amendment is not implicated in this case at all because they argue that suppressors are not bearable arms and therefore are not protected from regulation by the ATF. The ATF made that type of claim in an attempt to avoid the obligation which is outlined in the Bruin decision. If suppressors are bearable arms, 
protected by the text of the Second Amendment, then the ATF must justify their restriction using relevant history and tradition. Since the ATF cannot find any at all historical support for what they are doing, their next best strategy is to argue that suppressors here are not bearable arms or firearms and therefore is not protected by the text of the Second Amendment and that the Second Amendment is not implicated in this case. In doing this, they hope that they will not have to justify their restrictions using relevant history and tradition. In that motion to dismiss, the ATF also rejected the historical analysis that the Supreme Court requires, and instead the ATF tried to still use an older claim of longstanding history to support the regulation of suppressors. The ATF claimed that even if the Second Amendment applies to suppressors, the NFA in their eyes is a longstanding enough of a tax statute to actually justify what they are doing here in this case. So first they argue in their motion to dismiss that the text of the Second Amendment does not protect suppressors because they are not bearable arms useful for self-defense. And then they say, even if the court finds that they are indeed protected by the text of the Second Amendment, the NFA's existence since the 1930s is a longstanding history sufficient enough to support the suppressor restrictions. Then the ATF doubled down on arguments that these types of items are not bearable arms akin to firearms, despite the fact of how the ATF actually treats them and regulates them. As we all know, the NFA and the ATF claim that they have authority to regulate suppressors and the making of suppressors because they are claimed to actually be firearms. If you look at the language of the GCA, it states that these suppressors are treated to be as firearms. And in the same briefs where the ATF argues that these are not bearable arms, they also include the regulatory definition of suppressors, which says that the ATF claims them to actually be firearms in their own right, and therefore they can regulate them as firearms. So as you can see, when it's convenient for the ATF, they will argue that suppressors are not firearms, that they are not bearable arms protected by the text of the Second Amendment, and therefore Bruin does not apply. But when it comes time for them to actually regulate these items and how they traditionally act, they do treat them to be firearms, and they treat them to be bearable arms, and therefore they apply all these restrictions to them. However, the court in reviewing that second motion to dismiss did not buy those arguments and denied that motion. Now, recently the parties got together, I believe in November, to go before the court and argue maybe why this case does not need to be resolved by a full trial hearing and maybe why this can be decided on a motion for summary judgment. Without getting into the weeds, a summary judgment is a judgment entered by a court for one party or maybe against one of the other parties. It can be in full or it can be a partial summary judgment. And it's essentially without going to a full trial. In civil cases, either party may make a pretrial motion for summary judgment. In order to win that motion for summary judgment, the party filing the motion must show that first, there is no genuine dispute as to any material facts. And the second thing that they need to prove is that the moving party is entitled to judgment as a matter of law. Well, the judge in this case just sent out an order scheduling that this case will indeed be resolved through a motion for summary judgment. The state of Texas and the ATF will both be filing cross motions for a summary judgment and the final response of both of those will be due on May 2nd. Then the court will rule on whether or not uh, the motion for summary judgments were appropriate and essentially who will win this case. Ultimately, I anticipate no matter who wins the summary judgment motion, essentially this will be appealed up to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. Recently, we saw the Fifth Circuit en banc panel rule on the ATF's rule of bump stocks. Um, their overreach there on that issue. And again, the uh, Fifth Circuit en banc panel there found that indeed the ATF had overreached their authority and their ban on bump stocks was struck down. It appears that the Fifth Circuit and many of those judges on the Fifth Circuit 
are pretty much fed up with the ATF's overreach. So this might not bode well for the ATF, even if they decide to appeal this up to the Fifth Circuit. This is a different issue from the bump stock case, but still deals with what powers the ATF has under the GCA and the NFA. And the ATF may need to roll the dice once again with the Fifth Circuit to see whether or not uh, they believe under the language of the GCA and the NFA, what type of powers does the ATF actually have? Do they have the power to regulate made in Texas suppressors? The landscape of two-way litigation has changed significantly since this case was originally filed. The Supreme Court's Bruin decision has come out since then, and also the Fifth Circuit recently ruled in the Cargill decision. And because of those two, the ATF now may be facing another major loss in this Texas suppressor lawsuit. So that's what's going on with the Made in Texas suppressor lawsuit for everyone that's been asking. If I get any more information, I will let you all know. Also, if you liked this video and you would like to support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel algorithm. rhythm. It adds fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that you guys see value in these videos and in this type of two-way news. As always, I want to thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos, impacting this channel, and helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget, this nation was built by armed scholars, and this nation will be maintained by armed scholars.